This is Car Wash Business 101 Podcast, Session 1 with Buzz Glover. Let's get started. Welcome to the Car Wash Business 101 Podcast. Car Wash Business newbies always start here. And now, your host... He works every day for at least two hours. Buzz Glover. Hello, everybody. My name is Buzz Glover, and I am the author of Car Wash Business 101, the number one car wash startup guide. I'm upstairs in the equipment room of my second car wash. I own two car washes in the east suburbs of Pittsburgh. Um, actually built two car washes from the ground up and then bought this one as a third and then uh, I got rid of one of the ones I built, which I had some partners with. Uh, The reason for my podcast today is to give you a good inside feel of what it's like to be in the car wash business, specifically the self-serve car wash business. I'm going to try to keep this at 20 minutes, but um, for anyone who's aspiring to own a car wash, it will give you some insight as to what the day-to-day activities are and what you can expect as far as a lifestyle. Keep in mind that I own, as I mentioned, a um, I own self serve car washes. One is a newer style. It's built in 2004, and it has two in bay automatics and uh, three self serve bays. Has six vacuum bays with fragrance shampoo. Might just hear a pump just go off there. Hopefully, you're not picking that up on the microphone. But, anyways, the second car wash I bought was about a mile down the street. It. Um, I should say when I it was sold to a, a younger gentleman who um, tried to make a go of it, and um, then it went bankrupt, and I bought it out of bankruptcy just to uh, keep a, a strong competitor out of my market area. But uh, that gives you a little bit of my background. But uh, the, one of the reasons I bring up the um, the uh, what I currently own is that if you're getting into this business and you're getting into maybe a full service model or a flex serve model, your lifestyle is going to be completely different than what I explained today, being that it's a, just a different type of business. Uh, when I got into the self-serve car wash business, I was a big fan of Robert Kiyosaki and the book uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I was looking for opportunities that were uh, what they call passive income, which is uh, more of a business where you could set it and forget it and um, not have to manage employees all day long and um, that you can come up and make some income with um, relatively little work. Um, When you get into flex serve and full serve models of car wash ownership, you're getting into owning a business that you're going to typically have a crew of employees that you're going to have to manage on a daily basis. Um, Typically, they're opened 365 days a year as long as the weather is um, uh, car wash permitting but uh, in my case I uh, a lot of my original conceptions or preconceptions about owning self-serve car wash were wrong and some were right um, I joked because at the beginning of this I used uh, that uh, in my intro that uh, Buzz Glover works two hours a day and a lot of my friends will joke about that but the reality of it is is that it, um, it holds true in, in a lot of cases it's probably good that I'm doing it on a day like today because um, there are different special projects you got to do throughout the year to keep the car wash up and running. And I just so happens that uh, it's 
uh, late October right now, and winter's going to be coming, and I'm working on getting my doors in order. So that's about a two, three-day project. So uh, out the window goes my two-hour-a-day thing. But uh, the long and short of it is you are, are open 365 days a year. I'm going to say 80 to 90 percent of those days it is just a two-hour day job, and that's even with me doing um, a lot of the cleanup work, which I, I don't have an attendant for. Um, I have a guy that does some fill-in work for me, cuts grass, does some things like that. But um, a lot of owners would disagree with that, but I, it, it allows me to keep a pulse on the business and also lets me meet some of my customers. And uh, for me to put two hours a day into my business is not a big deal. But um, with that said... When you get into self-serve car wash ownership, it's not completely passive either. Uh, there's a lot of things that break on a daily basis, and um, I do a lot of the repairs myself. I, ha- I have a college degree, but prior to that, in high school, I, I went to auto mechanic school, so I have some mechanical background. Uh, doesn't mean you cannot own one of these if you don't have a mechanical background, but it certainly helps. Um, If you are getting into this business on the assumption that you're just going to come up and pick up money every day, then it's probably not the right business for you. Now, with that said, if you are truly a money guy and you don't want to get your hands dirty and you still want to own a car wash, I'm not going to say that it's a completely bad idea, but you better have um, uh, hire or have uh, someone in mind to do your repair work because uh, if you have a busy wash, it's going to be an ongoing repair and... um, of it's just not picking up money is probably the best way to put it um, on a day to day basis my typical day is I get up uh, pretty much whenever I want I'm not set to come into work at any special time I come in when I think it's um, um, when I'm ready to come in I get up have a cup of coffee I work on my computer for a little bit I watch the news then I'll come up to the car wash, I'll walk around, I'll empty the trash at the wash, which typically takes about 20 minutes to empty the trash and to, to sweep up the lot, and I'll, uh, I'll power wash my bays. Now, for years, when I first got into the business, I had someone do this for me, but like I said, I just felt like that by me doing it myself, it, it wasn't a big deal to do it, first of all, but beyond that, it... Um, allowed me to see when things were broken a lot of times my attendants weren't letting me keep my equipment up to snuff like I do right now with me doing a lot of the grunt work um, but anyways I come up, I do that um, uh, then I run up to my second wash, another 20 minutes to a half an hour now it drives me crazy but even today I had uh, two quads that got washed off in one, in one bay in each wash and that takes about an extra half an hour just to clean up the, the mud from the five bucks you might have made off of uh, one guy cleaning his quad. Uh, but you're going to have to deal with that. Car wash, if you own self-serve car washes, you're cleaning up a lot of crap. And, and um, there's going to be people that vandalize stuff. And there's going to be hoses that are ripped off. And there's going to be uh, coins that are jammed in. And there are people are going to try to beat you out of stuff. And it's just part of... Uh, being in this type of business and if if you let it get to you it'll drive you crazy on a given day i can always have a punch list of three four or five things that i should should knock out some are uh i i in my mind are very pressing that they need fixed right away Uh, anything that uh will affect the customer experience i'd never let go longer than i don't know hours in most cases 
I, I, I typically have a full stock of parts on hand to, to fix anything as soon as it happens, and I make sure that that's done. Um, but I do it all myself. Now, there, in the back of my mind, there's certain things that I think that um, if you owned an uh, auto mechanic shop right now and you wanted to get into the car wash business, I, I couldn't think of a more perfect um, second business for you because uh, especially if you have trouble keeping your mechanics busy. I mean, if you have a, a mechanic on staff that you could have him run to the car wash for one hour a day before he comes to work um, that you're paying anyways, or if you own apartment buildings and you um, uh, have a, a staff of service guys or repair guys that uh, that handle all the, the um repairs in your apartment complexes or, or the various units that you own, um, car wash business would be very a very good business for you to get into. Um, now, one of the things you're going to find out about getting into the business is that it's not nearly as inexpensive as you might uh, think. I, when I first sat down with the first car wash distributor who sold equipment and I started uh, looking at getting into the business, I was surprised that once we got over to three, four hundred thousand dollar mark, we weren't even near the end as as to what I needed to to invest into the business. That shouldn't scare you from getting in the business, whether you have money or you don't. Um, uh, I talk about a lot of things in my book, Car Wash Business One Hundred and One, about how you can raise capital to get into the business, uh, even if you don't have a whole lot of money. And um, um, there are other ways that you, you, you might be able to get into the business, and I, I get into a lot of those in, in my book. But um, uh, a few of the other things, on a day-to-day basis, I mean, there's there's other things that you think might be fun, but just getting the money out and counting it and, and the money management of the business is time-consuming. In, in some cases, I, I would say each month, if you add up all the time I take um, uh, clearing out the, the vaults and the, the cash and sorting it, and banding it and counting it and getting it into the bank, um, you probably can add another, beyond the two hours a day that I, I joke about, you could probably add in another eight hours a month uh, for your money management. And then beyond that, you're going to have um, what I call special projects. It might be a little landscaping project to, to beautify the, the, the garden that you have up front to have a nice curb appeal. Uh, I might spend a half a day one day doing that or maybe even a whole day over over a few days um, uh, doing what I call special projects. Um, power washing bays, uh, grass cutting, um, uh, just various things. Uh, the other day I had uh, I actually brought uh, some casual labor in to um, mop down the, the uh, lighted awnings that I have above my vacuums. Um, but I, you know, I stayed there and helped. And so that all adds to the, the amount of time. Now, if you're doing, if you're looking to own car washes purely, uh, for the, uh, investment reason, and you don't want to spend any time, it might not be the best business. Uh, you're, as mentioned earlier, you're going to have to have a repair guy that you trust and who's good. And you're also going to have to have, um, someone pick up the money and do the money management unless you're willing to do that part of it on your own as well, because that uh, is time-consuming, and uh, obviously you got to trust anyone who's grabbing the cash with uh, from with in your business. Um, trying to think. Uh, a typical day for me, and it's funny because I'm working on those, those doors now for the winter, and we're getting a little Indian summer here in Pittsburgh. 
Um, so I want to go out and play golf. I typically play golf two to three times a week. I, I try to at least. Um, and um, when you enjoy golf and you enjoy spending the time the way you want to spend it, um, this is a good business. I mean, uh, there's uh, other than when I'm doing special projects or I have a major repair, I can usually do what I want on any given day and be freed up after, I don't know, 9, 30, 10 every morning. Um, now, there are major repairs that are going to come to you, and they actually drive you crazy when they happen. But, um, for instance, my newer modern wash has two automatic bays. When I say automatic bays, it's where they you, you pull up. There's an auto teller there, almost like an ATM machine, where the customers put in their money, and um, they pick the wash package they want, and then they pull in and um, tells them when to stop, and then the wash starts rolling over the car back and forth. And... Um, these things have a lot of moving parts to them. Uh, motors, there's there's drive motors that run it up and down the track. When they go bad, that's going to be a good half a day to a day job. There's blower motors that dry the car. There's three 10-horsepower motors that weigh about, I don't know, three 400 pounds each, and they go bad. Um, I'm not going to say they go bad often, but they'll go bad maybe once every three, I don't know, three to four years. And when they go bad... It is a good one, two, maybe three-day project. In the whole realm of things, when you think about it, uh, working two, three full days in um, a period of two to three years, I guess, isn't much. But the point I'm trying to make is that there are major projects that will, uh, or repairs that will need done, and they always seem like they happen at the most inopportune time, and you're going to have to be there for them. So... Um, the day-to-day is pretty good overall if this is the only thing you do. If you're using it as side business, it could be, um, oh, I'm going to say at least, well, I said at least two hours a day. Um, if you have someone else do the cleanup for you, you can probably back one hour a day. Uh, at least you're going to have to dedicate to the business. And um, then you're going to have to figure that your bottom line is probably not going to be as good because you're probably going to have a repair guy to do a lot of your repair work. Um all in all, it's a it's a pretty good business. There's um there's a high entry point as far as dollar amount. And I'm going to get into that in another podcast. But the um, the investment that you make uh, in money, as long as you do a lot of your upfront homework correctly, uh, will be made up um, uh, with um, a pretty good return on your investment. And um, some of the old timers in the business who never stayed up with the uh, current technology that's out there, or they didn't upgrade their washes over the years, and uh, maybe in the eight, late seventies and the mid eighties, and maybe even to the early nineties, they were pulling bucketfuls of quarters out of their self-serve car wash. Are finding out that guys like myself who built these more modern washes have come in and dwarfed their business. They can't they can't understand how you can spend the kind of money that we've invested into these newer style washes and are making a, a good go of it. Um, but they really haven't stayed up with the times either. So um, uh, they they look at the business purely as, hey, I don't want to do anything. I just want to come up. I want to pick up money. If I have to replace a hose every once in a while, I can do that. Uh, but my old um, uh, self-serve wand bays are about as far as I want to go in the business. If you have that attitude or if you're just looking at buying a straight uh, self-serve wand bay wash, it's probably not a great business. I mean, th- that part of my business is probably 
oh, I'm going to say less than 20% of my total revenue. And in my one wash, it's it's all my revenue, and I can I can make a, a clear comparison between the two as to what kind of revenues you can expect from a older style versus a what I call a newer generation wash that I built and that I talk quite a bit about in my book. Um, but there you have it, uh, a very um, interesting business. Uh, it, it allows you a lot of freedom. Um, just one last thing that I was thinking about while I'm talking about that is that one of the things you've got to keep in mind when you're getting in the business, and this is not to dissuade you from trying to look at getting into the business, is that it is an always-on business. Both of my washes are open 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, there's a lot of times on Thanksgiving, which is, believe it or not, a very busy day, or Christmas, or um, various holidays, or there's a birthday party in my house, and I'll get the phone call, and my one wash is done, and, and I got to respond to it, and um, that's a part of the business that I really hate, to be honest with you. And I just, um, but you got to deal with it. It's an always-on business. And if there's one thing that I really don't like about the business is that I seem to never get a break. Even, for instance, I went on vacation down to the shore this year, and everything was running fine for three months. And as soon as I get down there, my one wash breaks down, which means I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose, uh, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars in revenue at least for the for the week or five days that I had left on my vacation. So you need to know that it is an always-on business. It's 365 days a year. You're going to get phone calls. Um, I used to get them in the middle of the night. I do shut my phone off from from midnight to about 6 in the morning anyways and because um, I, I feel like um, that's if I'm only off for six hours a day with uh, not getting a problem phone call, that's not a big deal to uh, uh, my customer service levels. But um, you do need to know that you're going to get you're going to get calls on an ongoing basis. You're, you know, you and your wife might be ready to go out for dinner on a Friday night. You're going to go have a nice dinner, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call, and and bam, there there the business is not real attractive at that point. But um, okay, getting back to it, I know I'm kind of going off into tangents here. Um, the the business is a um, uh, what I feel is a great passive income opportunity, but it's probably not as passive as. Um, Certainly not as uh, investments in stocks, but I don't think it's as risky as either as long as you do your homework up front. I appreciate you joining me today. I hope you have a better feel for the self-serve car wash business. Um, I'm hoping that you'll go out and um, take a look at my book, Car Wash Business 101, on Amazon. Just uh, uh, go into the Amazon, put the ser- into the search engine, and go to car w- and put in Car Wash Business 101, and mine will certainly be the first one that shows up. Or you could just put in Buzz Glover, and that's the only book I have out there. So I appreciate you uh, joining me on this podcast today. And I look forward to getting into some of the other things that uh, I plan on podcasting, including putting a good bank package together, writing a business plan, um, choosing equipment, choosing a location, a lot of the other things that I cover in my book. Um, thanks for joining me, and have a great day. Mm-hmm.